Welcome to the Reading for Success podcast brought to you by the Success League. This podcast focuses on books, articles, and other resources for customer success, provides an overview of each, and gives you an honest assessment of whether or not it's worth your time. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Kristen Hayer, and I'm the host of Reading for Success. I'm also the CEO of the Success League, a boutique customer success consulting and training firm based in San Francisco. Today, I'm wrapping up my review of the Jobs to be Done playbook by Jim Callback with chapters seven and eight. I'll be announcing our next book at the end of the episode, so please stick around. Let's get right into this last section of the book. So what is this section about? Chapter seven is called Redeveloping Value, and it's about how to use the Jobs to be Done framework to take an existing organization and re-engineer it to better serve customers and compete in the marketplace. Chapter eight, called Jobs to be Done in Action, is the final chapter of the book. And in this chapter, Jim reviews several full-fledged Jobs to be Done methodologies and also provides what he calls recipes for grouping together the plays that are in the rest of the playbook to achieve a specific goal. So what were my key takeaways? In chapter seven, there was a statement I really liked toward the beginning on page 197. Callback states, With jobs to be done as a North Star, companies are reminded to consistently develop and redevelop their offerings in a way that customers truly value. He goes on in the rest of the chapter to outline several plays that provide the how for that statement, but I really like the statement itself as a reminder of what we should be doing in our organizations, which is focusing on helping customers. This chapter is really all about company strategy and organization and how to keep all of those things focused on the customer. In chapter eight, I thought that Jim's description of the outcome-driven innovation methodology at the beginning of the chapter was interesting, but I also really appreciated that he shared his own experiences with it and the level of difficulty in implementing it. His suggested modification of focusing on the interviews and job map portion of the process will be Welcome to readers who are looking for something robust but don't have unlimited time and resources. I mean, that's pretty much all of us. I also want to call out two other things in Chapter 8 that are helpful resources for customer success. First, on pages 238 and 239, there is a recipe for making customers successful over time. This is a combination of five of the plays in the playbook, mostly from Chapter 6. And I think this is a good starting point for customer success teams who are looking to up their game. Second, there's a chart on page 246 that covers common internal objections to using the jobs to be done framework. While a few of those objections are specific to jobs to be done, several of the objections are common to pretty much any customer-centric initiative. And I think CS leaders may find this chart helpful as they work to make their organizations more customer-focused. I especially like the objection that, you know, says, quote, I was in the target group before I joined this company, just ask me. I think that it's easy to think that because of our own prior experience or that of our senior executives, we don't really need to talk to customers about their specific needs. We think that we know what they should want. The problem with that is that with the pace of innovation today, our experience gets stale really quickly. So interviewing and understanding customers is something that needs to happen continuously so that we aren't operating on old data. Is this worth reading? So this section, I'll admit I did not find a lot of customer success-related value in Chapter 7, 
And chapter eight was interesting, but the sections that I've called out in this episode are really the ones to focus on. I think that CS professionals, frontline CSMs and the like don't really need to read these two chapters. CS leaders can skim chapter seven and focus more on the second half of chapter eight. And CS operations people should dig in deeper on chapter eight, but can probably skip chapter seven altogether. Um, Since this is our last episode on the book, I'll, I'll also tell you that on the whole, I thought this book was both interesting and valuable, but I don't know that it lends itself to this kind of chapter by chapter review that I've been doing on the podcast. I would absolutely listen to the advice that Jim gives about his book and skim it and then focus your time on chapter six, where the bulk of the customer success related content lives. With that, I'm excited to announce our next book, The Effortless Experience by Matthew Dixon, Nick Tillman, and Rick DeLisi. This book has been recommended to me by a number of different people, and I haven't had a chance to read it yet, so I'll be reading it really right along with you. You can find it on Amazon and Audible, and unlike the book I reviewed today, I think that either print or audio will work just fine for this one. While I get started on reading the book, I'll be reviewing articles over the next two weeks and sharing them with you on the podcast, and we'll officially start the Effortless Experience on April 7th. If you're a regular listener, please take a couple of minutes to subscribe, share Reading for Success with other customer success professionals, and rate the podcast. If you have questions or ideas for the podcast, I would love to hear from you. I can be reached at Kristen at thesuccessleague.io. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join Reading for Success next time. 